Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Up next, The Truth with Lisa Booth, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. So forget about Jim Crow. According to Joe Biden and the left, enforcing racial segregation is nothing, nothing compared to the great evil of ensuring the integrity of our elections. You think I'm exaggerating, don't you? But trust me, I wish I was kidding, and I am not. This is The Truth with Lisa Booth. Welcome back to The Truth with Lisa Booth. I've got an amazing and incredibly timely show for you guys today. So my next guest has really been dominating headlines over the past week and has drawn the ire of the left. Uh, I mean, this guy is basically public enemy number one, which is really saying something for the left. And actually, on The Truth with Lisa Booth, we congratulate him for that. We congratulate him for drawing the ire of the left. It means he's a hero. And I'm talking about none other than Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. So here's what happened. So last week, Governor Kemp signed into law a sweeping overhaul of Georgia's elections to protect against things like voter fraud and also to ensure that the voting is fair and honest, which to me sounds pretty reasonable. I mean, we want our elections to be fair and honest. We want we don't want voter fraud. Uh, So, I mean, that sounds pretty reasonable, right? Especially after the chaos of the 2020 election. Uh, But, you know, of course, it's not reasonable to the left who are unreasonable people. And what they've done now is they've branded Governor Kemp and basically anyone who supports this law as a racist who is trying to disenfranchise voters of color. Don't take my word for it. Joe Biden, our president, 
says that the law is Jim Crow on steroids and un-American law to deny people the right to vote, which I'm really unsure how it actually does that because it doesn't. Uh, So Senator Elizabeth Warren has also chimed in, saying that this law will take Georgia back to Jim Crow. Chuck Schumer describes it as an existential threat to our democracy. And they are not alone in this. You've got Cory Booker, Raphael Warnock, the mainstream media, the ACLU, the Southern Poverty Law Center, basically all the usual suspects of the left, all echoing the same sentiment, the same narrative that Governor Kemp and Republicans want to embrace authoritarianism and drag race relations in this country back a good 75 or 100 years. So obviously, this is all complete and utter nonsense. Consider for a moment what Georgia's new election law actually does. So among other things, it requires a photo ID in order to vote absentee by mail and gives the legislature, the people's representatives, more control over administering elections. So it's pretty reasonable. And actually, the vast majority of Americans support having to have an ID to vote. You have to an ID to get on a plane. You have to an ID to buy booze. So, I mean, you know, makes a lot of sense here, right? So, you know, even if people don't like everything in this law, it's it's hard for me to imagine how anyone can actually say this law prevents voters from voting. Yet, Democrats want to compare this to racial segregation. I mean, first of all, how insulting to those who suffered under Jim Crow And what utter lies? This is what National Review editor Rich Lowry had to say about it. He said this. He said, the old Jim Crow was billy clubs and fire hoses. The new alleged Jim Crow is asking people to write a driver's license number on their absentee ballot envelopes. The old Jim Crow was poll taxes. The new Jim Crow is expanding weekend voting. The old Jim Crow was disenfranchising voters in mass based on their race. The new Jim Crow is limiting ballot drop boxes to places they can't be tampered with. So one seems a little worse than the other, doesn't it? But meanwhile, in the backdrop of all of this, you have Democrats in the media pushing H.R. 1, which is conveniently called and dishonestly the For the People Act. Yet, this legislation poses an actual threat to American democracy. The bill was passed last month in the House, and now it's sitting in the Senate. And Democrats are even threatening to potentially blow up the filibuster over it. And what this bill does is it would destroy state voter ID laws, and it would also open up the voter registration system to massive fraud. It would make voter registration rolls even more unreliable than they already are and make absentee ballots completely insecure. And a lot of the concerns that people had in the 2020 election, it would essentially codify into law. But simply put, this bill is basically a monstrosity. And it would also authorize the IRS to consider the political positions of nonprofits when they apply for tax exempt status. So you remember under the Obama administration where the IRS was targeting conservatives. That's a real concern. Uh, additionally, it it will uh, there's new disclosure rules contained in the bill that would restrict our free speech and right to petition the government. 
So H.R. 1 is clearly the real assault on our democracy, not Georgia's new election law. But they know that. So now what I want to do is bring in Governor Kemp to really dig into all these issues and so much more, because that is the point of this podcast, The Truth with Lisa Booth, to break down, to dig in, to get you the truth when there's so many lies out there. There's so many mistruths, disinformation from the media, just straight up lies from the left and the media. So that's the point of this podcast. And it is my honor to have Governor Brian Kemp of the great state of Georgia to break down his state's law and election reforms with us. Uh, Governor, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me on. Speaking of the truth, it's, uh, boy, it's been hard to get it out there with what uh, the president's saying and other people that don't understand what's in the bill. So I appreciate the opportunity. Did you see all this coming? I mean, were you surprised by the reaction? Oh, no, not surprised at all. I mean, when you look, when you really look at what transpired, I mean, I've been dealing with this kind of craziness since you know I became Secretary of State way back in the first part of 2010. I've been fighting a lot of lawsuits and other things, but nobody really paid much attention to it up until this year. Uh, so I, it, it was definitely not a surprise. And when you look and see when the domain name Jim Crow 2.0 was reserved weeks ago before anybody even knew what was going to be in the final version of the bill, Unfortunately, the playbook was written on this a long time ago. It doesn't really matter what the truth is to the other side, but it does to us. And that's what I'm doing is setting the record straight and making sure people know and really telling a lot of people in the middle or people that are confused, you know, somebody's lying to you here and it is not me. And I think that's going to be good for politically for us at the end of the day, because this is a good bill. Break this down for us. What what exactly does... The, these election reforms do? What exactly does this bill do? Well, in a nutshell, we can talk in detail on any points you may have, but it makes it easy to vote and hard to cheat. So we're securing drop boxes. We're expanding early voting opportunities, especially on the weekend. We're making sure that county elections officials continuously count or tabulate every single vote until they get finished. And that's, that's basically what it's doing. So why why now with it? Well, I think, you know, that's a really good question. There was a lot of things that we saw after the election. You know, we had new voting equipment. We had drop boxes for the first time, which we're also securing drop boxes with this legislation. That was never in the law. That was done by emergency rule by the state election board, uh, I think, at the direction of the Secretary of State. So, like, we had to address that issue where drop boxes would have gone away completely so we've just made sure that in the future, if we're going to have them, we have them in a secure way that they're monitored. And we know, you know, when people are dropping votes in them and that people aren't dumping ballots and ballot harvesting and things of that nature. Obviously, there was problems with people being able to watch the election, monitor it properly, uh, notifications on when the logic and accuracy testing was done on the equipment. The breaks when people were counting, you know, you saw people counting and they quit. Monitors were you know, rumored to be sent home or sent home or not, whatever the case would may be. But it created a lot of confusion and confusion and also just a, a lot of lost confidence with a lot of voters. So doing all of these things, I think, really will help with voter confidence, but also make sure we have secure elections. But it's also making it more accessible. And the other side saying this is voter suppression is just a lie. 
you know, obviously President Biden is from the state of Delaware and they don't even have things like early voting and they also require IDs. So why do you think Georgia has become a target and, you know, not Delaware? Well, I think it's two things, and it's really amazing the mainstream media will continue to talk about Georgia yet won't compare us to Delaware, because if you do that, we have much more opportunities to vote early before Election Day than uh, Delaware does. You don't have to have an excuse to vote absentee by mail in Georgia, and in Delaware you do. I mean, a lot of other things. But it's really part of their narrative, I think, which is twofold. Number one, they're just going to use any excuse, any talking point, and they're doing this not, and you know, more so to us, but they're also focused on Iowa to make the excuse of we got to pass HR one, we got to have a federal takeover of elections from the federal level, you know, over the states, and that's an unconstitutional power grab. So that's one reason they're doing this. I think the other thing is, is the president's trying to divert from the border crisis that he has. I mean, it's, it's amazing how quickly that has just completely turned around with people floating across the border or poor little children being dropped over a border wall, for goodness sake. We are talking to Governor Brian Kemp from the great state of Georgia. We have so much more with the governor after the break. Stay with us. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from 4Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. accusations of racism because of course the left when they try to smear an opponent it's always racism sexism you know some sort of ism some sort of accusation some sort of demagoguery so why is that i think it's just part of the the playbook to to dominate the narrative to get you know the senate to go along with with passing hr1 and to have a lot of public pressure on um, and corporate pressure on big corporations to get them to come out and say, yes, we need to support HR1 because of what happened in Georgia and really force and pressure senators like Joe Man- Manchin that normally wouldn't be for something like that, putting the pressure on him. We'll see if he folds or not, but I think that's what it's about more so than what's in our bill because there is nothing in the bill down here that's suppressive about anything. I mean, it's expanding access, especially on the weekends, and, you know, doing something as simple as using a voter ID for absentee ballots versus the arbitrary signature match. And these IDs, if you don't have one, you can get one for free in Georgia. And we've been doing that since the mid-2000s. Well, and, and of course, you know, Republicans having lost the two Georgia Senate seats makes it easier for Democrats to pass things like H.R. 1. Why do you think Republicans lost those two seats in the special election? Because people were distracted. They weren't focused on the task at hand. They were worried about other things besides reelecting David Perdue and Senator, sending Senator Leffler back um, to the United States Senate. A lot of people stayed home, and uh, the Democrats were highly motivated. But, you know, if you look at the people that voted on the bill to pass in Georgia, this Senate Bill 202, I mean, those Republican senators on November the 3rd they got 53.7% of the combined vote in Georgia statewide. The state house got 51%. We re- we maintain big majorities uh, in the General Assembly, which is really hard to believe considering what happened in November at, at the federal level. But it's a good lesson for us. we got to go to work. we got to continue to talk about ideas that matter to people, spread the truth about not only the elections bill, but a lot of other good things we've been doing in the number one state in the country for business and passing 50 health care bills, teacher pay raises, you know, making government more efficient, using technology, getting rid of regulations, much like President Trump did at the federal level, and other things that just have our state in a great position. Does it worry you how in consort the left and these big corporations are. I mean, it's, you know, right on cue. You've got Delta, you've got Coca-Cola, you've got Major League Baseball all coming in and pushing the left's narrative. Uh, Is that worrisome that they align so closely together and the message that they're pushing and the targeting of you and your state? I don't know that I've thrown Major League Baseball in there. I mean, I think it's it's the activists that are pressuring activist board members and you know, other people that that force these CEOs to make these calls and they don't even know what's in the bill. 
and certainly a lot of these are the Major League Baseball's advertisers, so they're having to deal with that. And then, you know, I think also just dealing with other elements of the truth not being out there and false narratives that are being spread by, quite honestly, some high-profile people, including the president, which is why it's so important for, for me and others to really stay out there and, and tell people what the truth is. And I, I believe that at the end of the day, people are going to figure out that a lot of these activists and shakedown artists that are doing this for these corporations are lying to them. Do you think they care about the truth or is it just about a narrative? No, they do not care about the truth. It is all about a narrative. It is all about a agenda. It's all about, you know, the cancel culture, if you, if you will, doing that to big corporations and, and other people that may be supportive of, you know, the business environment that we have in Georgia that's so great is because we have good conservative Republican leadership. Well, you know, and about that, I saw in the bill, you know, there are obviously concerns with signature matching process for absentee ballots in the 2020 election. I saw that the bill replaces the signature matching process with a driver's license or a state ID card to request and submit an absentee ballot. Do you share concerns then with the signature masking process that took place in the 2020 election? Well, I think what happened in 2020, we, you know, the, the thing that was problematic about the signature match to me, now obviously, you know, there were some changes in that, that the Secretary of State, the Attorney General, and, and uh, the attorney for the Republican Party of Georgia entered into an agreement. Um, but regardless of that, when you have a 351% increase in the number of absentee ballots by mail, the signature match process becomes even more arbitrary, more antiquated, harder to do, and creates a lot of problems. And, you know, the reason I supported the photo ID requirement or putting the numbers of your photo ID on the request form and on the outer envelope when you mail your ballot back is because the local elections officials are telling me that that's going to help them run a better, efficient, more streamlined and secure process, which I think is just good for us going forward. That's a that's a really interesting point, Governor. Um, So I want to pick up there in just a moment. We've got to go to a break and we'll touch on that when we get back. Hold on just a second. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from 4Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Do you have confidence in the 2020 election? Do I have confidence in it? Mm-hmm. Well, look, the 2020 election was certified. You know, there's been a lot of things looked at. There's been a lot of court cases. I'll let those stand for themselves. But there's still ongoing investigations that are happening, so I'll let those be spoken to for themselves. I mean, I did a lot of those when I was Secretary of State. Uh, It takes a while to get through all of those. You know, we'll see. The Secretary of State said there's not any widespread instances of fraud, even though there's some instances they're investigating. But I wouldn't be able to speak directly to that. When the law uh, removes the secretary of state who you just mentioned as chairman, removes him from chairman of the state election board, if I'm correct, uh, is that because of lack of confidence in him from local leaders? Well, yeah, that was really uh, something that the legislature uh, and Speaker Ralston made it very clear that he is, you know, wants to make sure that the you know, one of the three branches of government, the legislative branch is, is represented and the, the, the will of the House and the members um, are heard on that. And that's really where they weighed in. Um, the Secretary of State will still be an ex-officio member of the board. It's a bipartisan board. I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of changes there. I feel like they'll appoint a really good person to be the chairperson and it wouldn't be any different than uh, the Secretary of State. Um, but but that was something that was a legislative priority. You know, and, and do you think there will be ultimately as we you know see some of these companies you know take aim and express frustration? Do you think there will be an impact economically for your state, or, or what do you think that impact will ultimately be from all of this? I don't think it will. Um, you know, I think every day that goes by, the truth is actually getting out there. I mean, I've done probably thirty interviews in the last thirty six hours. Uh, really pushing the narrative out there. We're communicating with the business community. Uh, for the most part, everybody has been, you know, very respectful. They knew what was in the bill. They know what the truth is. They've they've put very well-worded statements out there other than Delta and Coca-Cola. And I think you'll continue to see that going ahead and, and as we move past this. And, you know, they said the same thing when I signed the heartbeat bill and Hollywood was going to boycott Georgia and we're filming more movies here than we ever have. And we were doing it for months and months and months and months when California wouldn't even open their studio doors. Yeah. You know what? I Well, first of all, I give you credit, sir, for not backing down, because unfortunately we saw recently, you know, Governor Christy Noem, who I do have a lot of respect for, but, you know, she backed down on the uh, 
transgender sports issue. But so I appreciate you standing firm on all this. But you you kind of mentioned. So one thing that just sort of blew my mind throughout the past few months with COVID is when you were reopening your state, sir, uh, Governor Polis of Colorado was essentially taking very similar steps, a, a liberal from Colorado. Yet you were basically, you know, setting people up to die. And there was no word about anything from Governor Polis. So, I, I mean, how do you sort of feel about kind of the media coverage on your state's response to COVID? Well, listen, that's what conservatives have to deal with, because the national media is in the tank for liberal Democrats, you know, and that's what they're always going to do. Um, the, that coverage, and you're exactly right. I mean, I was watching the same thing. I read, you know, the Colorado order, and I was like, good grief, they did just about everything we did. I think we may have opened barbershops and hair salons, uh, you know, three or four days before they did. But basically the announcement was at the same time. And, you know, the national media was writing like I was, you know, doing a death experience uh, experiment down here. And, of course, they're, they're now not writing a story about how well our economy's done and that our COVID numbers are just as good or certainly no worse than any other states and been locked down forever. And people have had to create underground economies like in places like Los Angeles and other places just to try to survive and feed their daggum children and keep a roof over their head. Uh, but, look, that's all right. The, the record speaks for itself. Uh, people in Georgia know that that is working. Um, even, you know, liberal business owners know that I did the right thing and gave them the opportunity to fight another day. And that's what we're doing right now on this election bill. We're fighting every day for the people of our state and for the truth. And we'll keep pressing ahead. Well, and you as governor, you know, you're looking at the data on a more granular level level than most people are. I mean, you're fully involved in this and making really important decisions for your state, what do you think are the biggest mistruths that have been out there over the past few months uh, in regard to COVID? You know, the thing that's been so frustrating for me, like we never closed probably 90% of our economy. You know, it kept going the whole time. If anybody did close, it was mainly because the, the first couple of, of weeks when we needed to, when the president, the vice president asked us to flatten the curve, stop the spin, build our PPE and hospital uh, bed supply. You know, we did that for, as short a time as anybody in the country, but then we got back after it and have stayed open the whole time, pushing through all the peaks and valleys and everything else. And what's been, and I don't know if it's been the most mistruth, the thing that's been the most frustrating for me is like the media would only focus on the worst data point that was out there. So if our cases were going up, they focused on the cases. They weren't worried about the number of hospitalizations or that our deaths were low, and then as cases came down, you know, the deaths to COVID lagged out three weeks or a month. So then they just start, start talking about the deaths, even though cases were coming down and our hospital rates were down, which meant we could, you know, continue opening our economy, continue plugging it along. But they were right stories saying, oh, the death rate's going up. You know, you need to shut the economy down. To me, that was the most frustrating thing. Uh, really through all of this is they just wouldn't share all the data. And that's what I was looking at. You know, I was looking at the percent positive to test. I was looking at hospital bed capacity, um, you know, what our cases were doing, what was happening, happening in different parts of the state. Where, where were we seeing the outbreaks? I mean, I made that argument a lot of times as to why, you know, we didn't completely shut restaurants down and we kept bars open and we were one of the first to open bars back up. 
even though it was limited capacity, we at least let them survive. And it was because we were not seeing outbreaks at, at bars and restaurants. We saw more outbreaks, at, you know, people doing graduation parties in their backyard after the virtual graduation that they had at school. So why would we punish a small business owner for, for something that was happening in the neighborhood? Well, and that's such a good point. And that's been one of my biggest sources of frustration with all of this is, you know, even even New York was seeing the data, I think, uh, back in May, if my memory serves me correct, where it was like 66 percent of new hospitalizations were people who were staying at home. Yet a lot of states like New York and California weren't shifting policies as we got new information and we got this new, these new data points. Why do you think, you know, people like you or people like Governor DeSantis saw this data and saw the inevitable truth in it of, you know, we can open these businesses, we can do these things and it's not going to end up, you know, leading to additional deaths. But people like Governor Cuomo or Newsom couldn't see that when you were all looking at probably very similar data points. Well, I think uh, I think a lot of it is just having the tenacity and the grit and the willingness to go through the the fight and the national media barrage that you're going to take. And I think a lot of it too, on the other side, quite honestly, was just politics leading up to the presidential election. Uh, I think a lot of reasons are, you know, a lot of states didn't open, a lot of schools didn't open, was just to drive that COVID narrative at the national level during the presidential race, unfortunately. Governor, thank you so much for breaking down Georgia's election reforms. We really appreciate your time, sir. Uh, Keep up the good fight. We will. Thanks for having me on. Have a great afternoon. Before we go, I just want to thank Governor Kemp again uh, for this really important and timely interview. It's so important that we take the time to get to the truth in this day and age where we're living in essentially a post-truth world. Uh, If you enjoyed today's show, please, please, please leave us a review. Five stars, if you can, on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lisa Marie Booth. Special thanks to our team, our producer, John Cassio, writer, Aaron Kliegman, researcher, Margaret Smith, and our executive producers, Debbie Myers and speaker, Newt Gingrich, all part of the Gingrich 360 network and team. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.